Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Nieces Nugs Podcast, episode 12. We are going to talk about customer service, or maybe not so good of service. You know, listen, with my profession as a campus minister, I naturally live in college towns. And one thing about college towns is there's always some new businesses, some new places to eat, some new things popping up. And I always try to take an interest in these to check them out. You know, I was a business major in college. And so it's always fun to try and figure out, is this place going to make it or not? Sometimes you just ache for people who think they're onto something, think they have a business idea, and yet, lo and behold, you just know it ain't going to work sometimes because of customer service issues. Sometimes it's the product, but a lot of times it's the lack of customer service. As a kid riding with my mom, I remember listening to the radio in Atlanta area, and we would always listen to Clark Howard. Clark Howard would come on, and he would always talk about customer no service. And so there's always been something in my mind about do businesses provide good customer service? Growing up, I heard the phrase, the customer is always right. And those of you that are in business dealing with customers, you realize that that ain't exactly true. In fact, the truth is, sometimes it pays to lose a customer. But the whole mantra of that phrase is this, is that happy customers multiply. So as businesses are dealing with customers, they're, they're trying to make a customer happy. So that's where the phrase customer is always right comes from. But ultimately, some customers just not worth it. Don't be one of those customers. We appreciate good customer service. I find myself going to those places more often. Some of you visit Chick-fil-A, maybe not even because of the chicken, but because of their reputation, their consistency to provide good customer service. In fact, their employees are trained to say my pleasure as a way of saying that they are there to serve you. Unfortunately, what I found lately is there are a lot of places using COVID as an excuse to either understaff and underserve or to have other issues multiple times. In fact, even today, I went to the water park with my family for just a few hours and noticed that even the water park is understaffed, rides were closed, and yeah, they can blame a bunch of different things, but the reality is they're the ones offering a service and a product, and they're not meeting the things that they're promising. And so even the last few weeks, I've been places around town um, and been confused about the lack of customer service. Right across from our, my two main campuses that I work at, Insomnia Cookies just opened. You know, there's this debate whether what's better between Crumble and Insomnia. And I was going to go into Insomnia, and they just opened, grand opening sign. They got balloons out. I was going to go in and get some cookies and take them to some staff people on campus at Coastal. And I walk in, and I stand there in the lobby for about five minutes. I hear the employees talking in the back. The store is open, and nobody comes out to greet me. I'm really confused. And I'm sitting there thinking, what, what's going on? There's no bell. There, there's no way to get a hold of these people. So I leave and I come back. And about 10, 15 minutes later, went down to the coffee shop and came back. And the same thing happened again. Now, listen, if you're going to be in the business, 
be in the business. And if you're going to market it as your grand opening, then you better provide some good customer service. There's a new deli, great food, new deli. Man, open a deli just down the in the same strip mall as Insomnia Cookies. And I went there in the middle of the day, and I'm going to buy a sub. And I go in there. He's making a sub for somebody, but the door's closed, and there's a sign up that says closed. Even though it's the middle of lunch hour, he's in there, and the door is locked. These things just don't make sense as a customer. And so here's what I want to tell you is, is that sometimes when things don't make sense and the customer service just is not there, you have to make a decision. Is it worth your dime to support such businesses? Uh, At the end of the day, we decide who we support and who we don't. On a recent trip to Indianapolis with my wife, uh, we went on a Friday. It was National Donut Day. And so if you know me, you know I like donuts. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to stop at this donut place for dessert. We had several things planned. And on the way back, I was like, they're going to be open. Hours are posted. They're open. It's National Donut Day. And we get to the store walking back, and it's closed on a Friday when they're supposed to be open. National Donut Day. Nobody there. Friends, that is not what you're looking for if you're trying to run a business. So if you're trying to be in the business, be in the business. But today, what I really want to focus on is what do you do as the customer when something goes wrong? You see, some people are just afraid. They, they get embarrassed to provide any kind of feedback. Some, some people don't want to complain about anything, and so they won't say anything at all. And Some people are almost in this trance of it's okay no matter what happens. And at the end of the day, here's what I want to tell you. You cannot be afraid to address the situation. You are paying a price for a service or a product, and if something is wrong, you should be direct about it. There are some things I'm going to say about that, but you should be direct. But as also, if things are good, and sometimes you need to provide good feedback for these same places. What I say is if you're willing to provide bad feedback, you should also provide good feedback. A quick example of this is recently with Spirit Airlines. A lot of people just like to bang on Spirit when things go wrong. And I try to provide feedback when things are good or when things are bad. And on the same trip to Indianapolis on the way up and on the way back, I provided some bad feedback for Spirit. And I also provided some good feedback. And here's the deal. If you're going to provide one, be willing to provide the other. Second thing is this. If you're going to be direct and talk about the service issues you're finding, don't be a jerk. Now, this is really, really hard for some of us, and sometimes I don't quite get this right, but here's what I want you to do. Assume that the person you're talking to wants to get it right. Assume that they actually want to care about you before you go off and be a jerk before anything else happens. A couple things that I try to remind myself as I'm going into a situation, whether it's I'm requesting something or providing feedback, is this. I smile, and I try to use that person's name. There's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I read it several years ago. One of the things that stuck with me this whole time is this, is a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. And so sometimes when you're providing feedback or when you're talking about an issue, just mention their name. It immediately puts them at ease, realizes that, hey, this is a personal conversation. You smile and it absolutely opens some doors. And then you should state your case. 
State whatever's happened. Don't exaggerate. Don't embellish, but be direct. And then listen. This is where some of us get into trouble. As soon as we make our case, the other person begins to talk, maybe to explain, and we immediately jump in again instead of just sitting and listening. You need to create a sense that the other person needs to fill that space. In fact, it's a popular negotiating tactic, really, is that you create space for awkwardness when you're trying to move that person into the area in which you're trying to negotiate because that awkwardness, they will fill it. If you're willing to wait, they will fill the awkwardness before you will if you're patient and long enough. So just listen, state your case and listen, and then make the person feel important and show them how they can be of help. Reality is, is that sometimes we make people feel unimportant. We demean we throw things in their face, and they might even not even be their fault, or they might even be, have control over the situation. And so here's the deal. Make them feel important. Make them feel like by them solving this issue, it's going to be huge um, for the service and for them. Then listen, if you don't get any help direct, go the social media path. Oftentimes, people jump on the, the blast wagon right out the gate on social media. And I say, listen, just relax, try to get things in person first before you go the social media path. But if you need to go the social media path, sometimes that's a direct way to communicate with people. For example, I reached out to Spirit Airlines on a direct message, got response a lot quicker that way than just putting them on blast, and then they're going to direct message you anyways. And so I reach out through Messenger. Um, Listen, to put it on blast is more to let others know about what's going on or maybe even how you feel, but it's not really that helpful. Now, occasionally, when there's terrible customer service, like my friends have recently had some terrible customer service in the furniture business, it is important that they let other people know, and sometimes social media is the best way to do that, to get the word out, to prevent people from having the exact same experience that they've had. Then there's this. You need to figure out if you're actually talking to the right person. You see, sometimes we end up talking to people who don't have the authority to make decisions. The more times you get into conversations about customer service or things you need, the more you'll realize, is this person really the person I need to be talking to? And so sometimes it just pays to ask to speak to a supervisor, ask to speak to somebody who has authority. Sometimes people throw that around. But the reality is you can find out real quick if you're talking to the person who can actually do something about it. Sometimes they're not interested, and those companies need to be known that they don't have good customer service. But the person who cares about customer service and has the authority to do something will be somebody that you will want to talk to. Now, here's the deal. Say you have a complaint or say you have something that needs to be addressed. You need to figure out in your mind what would make it right. At the end of the day, somebody who cares about customer service wants to know what would make it right for you. You need to be reasonable And at the same time, you need to be honest with something. What would make this situation right? If you were on the flip side, the exact same, what would be reasonable and honorable a way to make this right? And then try to get them to get there without demanding. No manager, nobody in authority wants to be told what to do. And so part of the conversation is how do you get them to get to where you need to go without demanding that they get there? And so sometimes it's helping them think that it's their idea. Sometimes it's by you providing feedback in such a way that it's going to help them, not hurt them. 
And you can even talk about company values. I've always known your company to value this. I've always had the experience where the, you, I know you guys care about this. So I know that it's important. It's one of your core values that you treat the customers this way, that you want people to have a great experience. Some of those language things are helpful in having that conversation because it puts in their mind, hey, that is what we want to be known for. Hey, this is one of our core values. And so to, uh, to act opposite that is actually not consistent with who we say we are. And then at the end of the day, you never know what's going to happen. Man, sometimes I have felt like I have been robbed by a business or by a service and nothing has happened. And at the end of the day, there's been no compensation or no rectifying situation. And in those situations, it's up to me to make my decisions with my pocketbook the next time. Then there's been times where I feel like, hey, this is just something small. Just want to let you know about it. And the company has gone above and beyond to let me know uh, that they care and they've completely blown away my expectations. Uh, one, of, one of the situations like this is I, I bought some uh, flip-flops. And uh, actually, I got the flip-flops for a Christmas present, and they were the reef flip-flops. And I wore them to the pool, and they just kind of exploded one day. And I, so I wrote Reef and asked if it was common for their flip-flops to do this, that I figured that they were supposed to be wet, get wet, blah, 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 that they didn't last that long. Reef, without questions, asked me, they asked me to send them a picture. But once I sent the picture, they sent me a voucher to buy any kind of shoes I wanted on their website. I mean, they went above and beyond. And I will tell you this, I will buy reefs because of that customer service experience. There's been so many things like this that I think at the end of the day, like you need to know that something could happen. And then there's been times where I've just been completely displeased and whether it's a catering order that I have done for students that they've completely messed up on. At the end of the day, I make my decisions when I pass restaurants or when I do things to spend money certain places based on some of these experiences. And I think for you as a customer service uh, evaluator, you should as well. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, be nice to people, but it's fair to have high expectations. I think that we've come too accustomed in this society to not really hold customer service to a high standard. We've almost expecting it to be poor. I think as we move forward in the next couple of years, any company, any business that highlights excellent customer service, figures out a way to excellently serve their customers is going to be incredibly, um, it's going to experience incredible growth because people are craving it. I'm telling you from the cruises I've been on lately to restaurants I've visited to catering orders to water parks, it just seems like the level of customer service care has dropped and we're they're using excuses all over the board, whether it's tough to find good employees or COVID has set us back or this, this, and this. At the end of the day, if you care about people, we figure it out. But you as the customer, show grace. Don't be a jerk. Know what's important. You vote with your pocketbook. You give good feedback when you can, and you try to help other people along in the process. That's what I got for you today. Hope it's good. Thanks for tuning in to Nisa's Nugs. Catch you next week.